Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Final hour here, 106.7 The Fan. Before we turn it over to Capitals Hockey, Toby Altizer with you, 800-636-1067. If you want to hop in on the MGM National Harbor listener lines, also feel free to tweet at me at Toby underscore Altizer. So I saw this clip earlier today. I thought it was interesting. Not sure if you guys have heard it. Maybe you're busy shopping, haven't necessarily heard it yet. Obviously, plenty of talk over the last couple of weeks about the Capitals and the Wizards possibly moving to Potomac Yard in Alexandria. You know, we've heard various people talk about this. You know, Kevin Durant had a clip that was, you know, surfaced and going around. People were like, why is Kevin Durant talking about this? I think the one guy that you feel like could talk about it and, you know, whether you agree or not, whether you liked him or not when he was a player here, I think that Bradley Beal, if he wants to talk about it, he has every right to really give his opinion and people to listen to it. Here's Bradley Beal. This is via Mark Spears on Twitter. Here's Bradley Beal talking about the possible move to Alexandria. DC, dude, there is no moving to Virginia. Like, what is that? Ted, we love you to death. We understand what you want to do and trying to do. But you can't take the team out of D.C. It's, it's just, it's Chocolate City. We need our, we need as a, as a league, we got to keep that. Like D.C. is, it has to stay in D.C. Now the money, I listen, that's out of my hands, it's out of my controls. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Hopefully Mayor Bowser can work something out with you. Um, I don't know. I, don't know. I hope the team stays. I think it's good for the city. I think it creates a little bit of a problem. It's just my personal opinion if he moves to Virginia. I mean, it's probably similar to how people felt when FedEx Field moved to Maryland. I mean, it's, it's a tough thing. I think we just got to get everybody back to D.C. Just just get just rebuild RFK Stadium, rebuild Cap 1, you know, like, just keep it in the city. We, we, we can make it happen. They can make it happen. They can make it happen. And I like the way that he went about this, right? He didn't really go about, and this is how I want to approach it, because if you want to chime in, feel free. He didn't bring up all the facts. He didn't, this is the right move business-wise. This is, He just told you how he felt, 
right? And, and I think that's something that, you know, we broke all this stuff down, right? We've talked about all the different angles. I think the station has done a fantastic job of giving you insights from every angle, whether it's looking at it from an Alexandria side, from a Virginia side, looking at it from a D.C. side. You obviously Maryland residents, Vic, you, <laughs> you were in the news with writing a story about you don't want to come to Virginia and it might change your fandom, all these various things, right? And I don't want to put any words in your mouth, Vic, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but I think you look at it from all those various ways, that's fine. We can break down all the details, that's fine. But I think one thing that maybe we've forgotten, and fans, if you called in, feel free to as well, it, it's how you feel about it, right? And you can look at all the various reasons, but ultimately, <laughs> how do you feel about it? And I think that Beal did a good job here not trying to be the businessman, not trying to... He's just telling you, look, man, I don't want it in Virginia. It needs to be in D.C. And I think for most people... They feel like it should probably be in D.C. too. And the way I felt all along about this is in terms of basketball, hockey, you can say the same thing about baseball. I feel like those sports need to be in the city. They benefit so much from the atmosphere of being inside the city limits. Whereas football, and look, just be transparent. I'm not old enough to remember when Washington was playing at RFK. Right. So I, I never got to experience that. I, uh, so that's fine. But just in my personal opinion, when you look at other cities as well, you need to have the basketball, the hockey, even the baseball to an extent, but probably even more so the baseball and bas- or not the, the hockey and basketball in the city more so than the baseball or even the football, just because it brings more juice to the games, right? I mean, think about Madison Square Garden, right? New York Knicks right there in the city. And then think about where their football team plays, <laughs> right? Think about the Lakers and where they're located. And then think about where the Rams and the Chargers play. I just think that when you have a basketball team in the city, it just really is just so much better for that city. Whereas the football team, you've only got 8 to 10, 12 games there a year, whatever the case may be. And the juice just brings itself with football because of how much people love it, because of how much each game means, right? And especially if a team is good, you can't tell me that you couldn't get an incredible atmosphere in Landover at FedEx Field if the team was good again, right? Would it be better if it's at RFK? Sure. But is it still going to be great? Yeah, probably at Landover. And I don't know if you can get that same sort of thing with basketball. I mean, think back to that 2018 run when the Capitals won the Stanley Cup. How awesome was it down in Chinatown? And I wasn't there. I didn't get to experience it, but just seeing the video, seeing the pictures, it was awesome. It was great. And we can break down all the facts. Again, I understand all these reasons. I get all of that. But just in terms of feelings for me, I want it to be in D.C. There's just something right about going to a basketball game for the team that represents Washington, D.C., and you're inside the district, right? There's just something right about going to check out a Washington Nationals game and they're in 
the district, right? It just feels different. It's just better that way. And that's why I, I like what Bradley Beal says here. It's just, it's better. You can lay out all the stuff. You can tell me why it's a good deal to go to Virginia. And I understand all those things. And if I were in Ted's spot, I might do the exact same thing. Yeah, I might be able to build a state-of-the-art facility. Yeah, I might be able to make more money. Yeah, all those things. But at the same point, it just misses so much of the feel that you love as a fan when you're showing up to go to a game, you go down to Chinatown, you go down to that area to go check out the Wizards or the Caps. And, you know, it's tough right now because the Wizards haven't been good in a while and you can bring up all that stuff. And I know some people are just still mad at Bradley Beal about all this stuff with with him. And so he says anything and everyone's like, oh, shut up, Beal. What do you what do you have to say? Why should we listen to you? But I think if you just listen to what he says, he has a feel that he loves it being in the city. And he, I wouldn't say more than fans, but he has a unique perspective because he got to play there, right? That was his job. That's what he did. He got to kind of understand the area. And he did work here as well. So I just feel like if you can find a way to keep it in D.C., keep it in D.C. I just love when the teams that represent a city are in the city, and you know, just seeing the different outlets cover it. I thought, saw Brian Windhorst talking about it, and you know, the trend now is more so teams going back into the city as opposed to leaving the city. And I don't know, Vic, you were a big proponent that you don't want it to move to Virginia as a Marylander. I, I'm a Virginian, and I don't want to see it necessarily come to Virginia. But give me some of your points again about why you kind of like it where it's at, and maybe more convenience, like. Why would you not want to see it move? Well, I, it's optic-wise. You know, it's weird that, uh, you know, when you watch on TV, you know, they have the shots of, you know, downtown D.C. and all that, and they're not going to be there. They're going to be in Virginia. So technically, that's not right, you know? Um, and the thing is, I always thought that D.C. unites both Virginia and Maryland and that it was the staple of D.C. sports. You know, it's not Virginia sports. I mean, it's not even Maryland sports. It's D.C. sports. So... To me, it just it just feels a little off, you know. Maybe I'm not one for change, you know. My whole life, I had US Air Arena in Maryland, so I got to see Caps and Wizards games there. And then they moved to Chinatown. It really wasn't that much of a difference for me. And I'm and I have all these memories of US Air Arena. I have all these memories of MCI Center, Verizon Center, and now Capital One Arena. So now you go to another arena. In Virginia, of all places, it just it doesn't seem right to me. You know, I could be wrong about this, but it's just optics wise, it just seems a little off. Just to not have a team in Washington D.C., a basketball team there, a hockey team, and even a football team for that matter. Yeah, I mean, and I think that Beal did a good job at the end of that, saying, "Let's just get everyone inside the district, right? Let's let's bring RFK back. Let's let's get everything there." What are your thoughts on it? Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. In case you missed it, Bradley Beal was talking with Mark Spears. We'll play the audio coming back in just a little bit, but Bradley Beal was basically saying he wants the team to stay in D.C. He said it's not the right move to go to Virginia. Feels like maybe there could be some tension there, which, I mean, I think we've already seen, right, Vic? I mean, we've seen callers that are infuriated by the idea that they could end up going to Virginia. So I think he's spot on. But how do you feel about this? I mean, I don't want to dive too deep in this. We don't have too much longer in the program here. But how do you feel about this? How do you feel about what Bradley Beal had to say as well? We'll continue talking about it next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. 106.7 The Fan. It's overtime. Toby Altizer with you for two more segments before we turn it over to Capitals Hockey. In case you missed it, we heard earlier from Bradley Beal. He was talking with Mark Spears about the team, the Wizards, that is, possibly moving to Alexandria. He gave his thoughts. Here they are. You see, dude, there is no moving to Virginia. Like, what is that? Ted, we love you to death. We understand what you want to do and trying to do. But you can't take the team out of D.C. It's, it's just, it's Chocolate City. We need our, we need as a, as a league, we got to keep that. Like, D.C. is, it has to stay in D.C. Now, the money, I listen, that's out of my hands. It's out of my controls. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Hopefully, Mayor Bowser can work something out with you. Um, I don't know. I I hope the team stays. I think it's good for the city. I think it creates a little bit of a problem. Just my personal opinion, if he moves to Virginia, I mean, it's probably similar to how people felt when FedEx Field moved to Maryland. I mean, it's it's a tough thing. I think we just got to get everybody back to D.C. Just, Just get... Just rebuild RFK Stadium, rebuild Cap One, you know, like just keep it in the city. We 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 can make it happen. They can make it happen. They can make it happen. I think the one thing I would disagree with him on, he says, uh, doesn't he say we love Ted? <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's definitely not Snyder. Like we're not there, but. I mean, I don't know that people just love Ted. Am I, am I wrong on that, Vic? I don't know that people in D.C. are uh, head over heels for Ted. I, that, and uh, I couldn't help but think about moving FedEx Field to Maryland. That's kind of a tough thing. Where was it before? <laughs> you know, just nitpicking there. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, again, I think he did a good job there of not trying to get too political or anything. Just saying, look, man, I think it needs to be in D.C. I, I like the environment in D.C., and I think they're... You know, it could be some tension like we talked about already. I mean, you've already seen it. If you've listened to the station over the last couple of weeks, you've heard callers, you've heard people talk about it. They don't like the idea of it moving. And, you know, I, I haven't 
I haven't been to as many Wizards games as I have Nationals or maybe even Commanders games throughout the years. But just, you know, a couple weeks ago when the Sixers were in town, it was really cool. I went down there, I checked out a museum early, and then I walked down the National Mall, and then I walked over to Capital One Arena. And I felt like a D.C. type of day, right? I mean, you you see the monuments, and it feels right that it's in D.C., that it's walkable from those sorts of locations where people can go from that to a basketball game. It just feels right. And, you know, again... I don't necessarily need to break down all the facts. I think we all kind of understand all the facts at this point, and you probably have an opinion about those facts and whether it's the right move or not, whether it's a good move financially or not. Whatever the case may be, I understand all of those things. But in terms of just as a fan and the feeling, I don't like it. it it's better when the teams are in the city. And I, I would say this about everything, right? And, and I think maybe for some people they felt like it was the decision between the commanders or keeping Monumental and the the Wizards and the Capitals there, uh, okay, to me, and I know I would be in the minority in this, I would have prioritized the, the Capitals and the Wizards. Again, I haven't known the Commanders playing at RFK. I, I don't know any difference. So maybe I'm wrong here, and if you, know, you grew up or you, you were in the time period you were watching them at RFK and you know different, fine, maybe I'm wrong here. But just in my opinion... It feels like there's going to be juice wherever the commanders play. There's going to be energy. There's going to be excitement. It doesn't matter where they play. Right now, obviously, FedEx Field needs to have a new stadium built, right? They need a new stadium. But say that new stadium is built on the other side of the parking lot. I think there's still going to be excitement to go out there, and there's excitement about football just because of the nature of football. I think you need to have your basketball teams, your hockey teams, your baseball teams in the city to benefit from that energy that comes from playing inside the city. It, again, it's not like there's anything that I can point to in any of the plans or anything that say, oh, this is a terrible idea. Matter of fact, it looks great. And I think you go over to Alexandria, you put it in Potomac Yard, and you go over there now, and you can go get a bite to eat, and you can enjoy all that stuff, and you can go just across the way there, and you go to the game. And it's not like it's not going to be an enjoyable experience in Alexandria. I'm not saying any of that. But it just doesn't feel right when you're going to a Wizards game or you're going to be going to a Capitals game, and you're rolling up to Alexandria, Potomac Yard, to go catch your team. It just does not feel right that they won't be in the city. And again, like the facts say, whatever. But feelings-wise, it just feels like those teams need to be playing in the city. And honestly, if you want to take away the feelings and the facts of it, a little scared what's going to happen to that area if those teams are gone. And I understand he talks about his plan to put the Mystics there and still have concerts and various things, fine. But it's still not going to be the same. So just for me... I don't like it one bit, and this is coming from a Virginian, honestly, and it doesn't make it any more, it doesn't make it simpler for me. You know, I live up in the Herndon area, so it doesn't really make it a lot simpler for me to get to a game in Alexandria. I'm going to ride the Metro anyways, and to me, if they're going to move over there, they have to make changes to the Metro stop because as it's constructed right now at Capital One Arena, it can be snowy, it can be icy, I can still get on the Metro because it's underground, it can be really cold. You know, I hop out of the stadium, go down the escalator, and there I am, and I'm fine. It might be a little chilly, but it's not that bad. The way that it is right now with the Potomac Yard Station, if you have to wait for that Metro for 15, 20 minutes, good luck. Especially you get a nice chilly night, and it's windy, and good luck. 
<laughs> you better have brought a heavy coat because otherwise it is going to be a tough one out there. So just to me, in terms of the optics, like you said, Vic, in terms of the way I feel as a fan, I feel like if you keep moving these teams out of D.C., because, again, I, I don't know what will happen with the Nationals down the line. There's nothing that's going to happen imminently for the Nationals. And even with the Wizards and Caps, this isn't for a couple years down the road. But you're setting a dangerous precedent if you've got the commander still outside D.C. and you've got the Wizards and the Caps moving outside D.C. I, I would never want to see a day for D.C. sports where all the teams are playing outside the district. That's just not right. It really isn't. And I love, you know, you think back to when it first opened. It's changed so much now, and so much has been built up around it. But think back to when Nationals Park first opened up. You could see the Capitol building. How cool is that, right? It feels like sometimes you need those sorts of things because people are coming to go to games. People are on vacation and checking things out, right? It just feels like you're taking stuff away from D.C., and I don't really like that. I, I really don't. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. I do want to talk a bit about baseball as we bring up Nationals Park. I do want to talk about baseball. Yamamoto signs a big deal with the Dodgers. Is that a bad thing for baseball? We'll wrap up talking about that next here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Final segment here, 106.7 The Fan. Toby Altizer with you for a couple more minutes before we turn it over to Capitals Hockey. James Madison was in action. They just wrapped up their bowl game. They fell to Air Force 31-21 to for those interested in that. But let's talk about baseball. So I think it's interesting to see the various reactions. I think, one, we're seeing everyone united to hate the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're the new Yankees, right? I mean, seeing them just buy players. Because for a while, the Yankees, my entire lifetime, have been the the team that just buys their players, right? And to an extent, they still do that. But they've also done a pretty good job of just keeping their guys, right, and making moves at Garrett Cole, I guess you could say, is someone they went out and bought. But for the most part, it feels like it's a little bit different with the Yankees now. You still hate them, but they're a little bit different. The Dodgers, on the other hand, they literally just went out and spent a billion dollars over the last week. A billion. 
over a billion dollars because you agreed to the deal with Shohei Otani for $700 million, right? And that contract is nuts. In case you forgot, $70 million a year, right? A- average annual value. But he's only getting $2 million for the first 10 years, and then he's getting $68 million a year for the next 10. Just absolutely insane. But just a couple of days ago, they went out and signed prized possession Yoshinobu Yamamoto out of Japan, a pitcher who a lot of teams were coveting coming out. He was kind of the top dog aside from Shohei in terms of free agency. They signed him for 12 years, $325 million. And so the question on this for a lot of people is, is this bad for baseball? Or is this a horrible thing? Or how can they continue to do this? And all those things are warranted. My thing to this, one, it doesn't guarantee success in baseball when you spend all that money on players because we've seen it before where teams have huge payrolls. I mean, look at the Mets this past year. Huge payrolls and still can't get it done. Yes, I understand that. And so I get some people get frustrated with the huge payrolls. But, again, doesn't guarantee success. But at the same point, you can go out and buy some of these players, so it can be bad for some of the smaller market teams when you get a good player, and all of a sudden you can't afford to keep them anymore. So I can understand both sides of this, but so many people are pushing for a salary cap in Major League Baseball, and that's just never going to happen because of the players' union and and how strong that players' union is. They're not going to want a player's uh, a salary cap because that limits you from signing a seven hundred million dollar deal, right? It signs you that limits you from signing a three hundred and twenty five million dollar deal. I think the bigger issue here, though, is there needs to be a salary floor because some teams get away with spending next to no money. And honestly, you can look at a team just up the road in Baltimore, and they're not going to be spending a whole lot. Matter of fact, there's going to be they're going to be spending about as much as what Shohei Otani would be getting if he were getting paid in a normal contract in the seventy million dollars. Right? He's going to be around that kind of a, a payroll. It's going to be around that sort of a number. But I feel like a salary floor is more important than a salary cap. Because the big teams are always going to have to spend, right? They're always going to spend. And the way baseball is kind of set up right now, the Dodgers, if they're run correctly, should never have a downstretch. Maybe a year or two, but they should never have a downstretch. The Yankees should never have a downstretch. Just the way that baseball is currently constructed. Maybe you don't like that. Okay, whatever. But there needs to be a salary floor because the people that are complaining, they're not spending money on anyone, right? I mean, the people that are complaining that they can't afford Yamamoto at 325 or obviously Otani at 700 they're not spending on anyone. Think about the, the huge variation of prices of players in Major League Baseball compared to even what you're seeing in football and basketball. The variation is huge. You can get a prospect to come up, and for years you're paying them under a million dollars or – just over a million dollars or well under five to ten million dollars, right? That's affordable in modern sports, right? If a guy's getting five million dollars a year and he's a good player for your team, it doesn't matter what sport you're in other than hockey, that's a that's a fairly good bargain, right? If you're getting a five million dollar contributor in in the NFL 
you're happy with that contract. If you're getting a $5 million contributor in the NBA, I don't even know that those exist, right? I don't know that that exists. In baseball, you can get that for a lot of guys. So many guys that haven't hit arbitration yet, or even guys that are just in their first year of arbitration. So to me, I don't think the issue with baseball is a salary cap. Yes, you get some of these inflated numbers and they look absolutely ridiculous. And those kinds of guys are pretty much always going to end up playing in LA or New York. That kind of sucks about it, but that's also just how it's going to go. But there needs to be a salary floor because some of these owners just try to be cheap as cheap as cheap as could be. And I don't like that, right? Find a way to spend the money to be competitive or a better yet, be like the Tampa Bay Rays. And if you don't want to spend money, fine. Find a way to build a system that allows you to get players that are young, develop them into stars, and then find a way to, it sucks, but move on for them for more assets. Look at what they did with Tyler Glass now. Look at what they've done with so many different guys where the Rays have just been just as good as some of these top teams in baseball the last couple of years. And yet they're not paying some dude $50 million a year. Matter of fact, their entire team is barely getting that, right? But they find a way to do it. So for people in smaller markets, for people to be complaining, I I get it. I understand. It seems like it's a system that's set up poorly for the smaller markets to compete. And it probably is in a lot of ways. It probably is. But at the same point, if your owner would just find a way to spend or your general manager would find a way to make things work, you know, you can still be competitive, right? The Dodgers have only won one World Series over the last couple of years, and that was in the 2020 season. So take that for what it's worth. The Nationals won a World Series in 2019, right? So it just to me, there are different ways to do it. That's one of the beautiful parts of baseball. You can go spend all that money you want. They're spending $325 million on a guy that at his best is going to play in 35 games max, <laughs> right? That's, that's the craziness of baseball. You're spending $325 million over a 12-year period on a guy that is going to be out there every fifth day. That's crazy. But that's the world of baseball. That's the world that we live in with Major League Baseball. But the crazy part about it is they can spend all of that and you can have your ace go out there and go toe-to-toe with them on a rookie contract and you're spending way less and you can still win the thing. You know, it's not like some of these other sports. So it's very interesting to see the way that it goes. And I understand the frustration and immediately the thought process. This can't be good for baseball. And I don't know that it's good for baseball in any sense. But I think the bigger issue for baseball is not the fact that these guys get absurd contracts and that places like Milwaukee, places like Minnesota, places like Tampa, those sorts of places will never be able to afford the Otanis of the world. But to me, that's fine. To me, that's just the way it is. I think you even look at some of these other places in in other sports, right? It's not like you get big-time free agents going to Minnesota in the NBA, right? I mean, so... To me, there's other ways that you can go about this, and the issue is not the fact that they get absurd contracts. The issue is that owners of other teams are not willing to spend. And part of it is maybe they don't have the money to spend (laughs) because sports have gotten ridiculously expensive. I mean, think about what Josh Harris was thinking, having to see a number of $6.05 billion to buy the commanders. I mean, the numbers are just getting absurd. 
But either way, in baseball, I think the bigger issue is owners not spending the money than it is being spent too much on elite players. That's going to wrap us up. Appreciate you guys listening in. Plenty to talk about with the Commanders. Obviously, they got the Jets tomorrow. We'll see if they can get it done. I don't know how I feel personally yet about that. I don't want them to lose. I hate that. But at the same point, I don't want them to hurt their draft position. So that's going to be interesting to discuss. Obviously, have a Merry Christmas. Appreciate you all hanging out on the weekend of Christmas, listening to whatever I have to say. We had a star-studded day. AWOD this morning. Had some college football. Got the Caps tonight. Ovi got off the goal list streak. So hopefully tonight, maybe the floodgates are just going to open. Vic, how great would that be if the floodgates just open and Ovi is pouring it in once again? That'd be great. That, that would That's be That's going to do it for us. <laughs> yeah, we great. That's going to do it for us. Appreciate you guys listening in. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We'll talk to you later. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.